Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, White Line Fever Kicks and my uh, disturbingly infrequent rugby league podcast. Uh, we're at the Capital Challenge, and um, I was going to ask this guy a bunch of questions uh, over a glass of wine without the tape rolling, but why not have the tape rolling? Adrian Morley. How are you, Adrian? Not bad. How are you? Good, good, good. We just heard your uh, speech. It was great. How long have you taken to sort of fine-tune your, your dinner speaking? Well, um, probably about... I started, the, the last year was playing, so uh, 2015, but um, I don't do them that, that often, probably, uh, well, with, with COVID, I didn't, didn't, didn't do them at all over, over two years, but uh, probably uh, probably one a month now or something like that, so you, you find out which bits are good and, you know, which bits are funny and which bits to leave in and take out, but uh, I didn't, didn't enjoy it at all at first, but uh, a good friend of mine, Barry McDermott, come watching me and said... Uh, you know, he thought I did great, I didn't look nervous and uh, it gave me a bit of confidence then and I'm at the point now where I still don't particularly enjoy it but I'm not getting wound up before it, you know, getting myself uh, uh, in a state. So, uh, well, yeah, it's good, you, you know, it gets you out of the house and it's you meet uh, rugby league people and uh, it's all right. So I've got probably got one a month now for the next uh, uh, six months. We haven't explained to people what the Capital Challenge is. It's basically scholars, uh, it's their big annual game at the honorary honorable artillery company which is like apparently the most expensive real estate on any uh sporting ground in the uk or in the northern hemisphere or whatever um it's right in the middle of the city and i was a bit nervous i had to speak before you and i was speaking about um dave hadfield and we had a toast to dave um what are your memories of dave oh just a a great guy i mean uh my my first memories of when when i toured uh my my first great britain tour as a as a 19 year old and and uh, you know he, he sort of took me under his wing. Uh, him, him and Ray French, and I used to enjoy hanging out with the with the press more than uh, more than more than the players really. But he, he was he was brilliant. And um, after every Salford game, he, he didn't he didn't drive. He'd, he'd walk up to Earlham's uh, on the Height, which is a place in Salford, to get the uh, the bus back to Bolton, and and we'd have a few few pints, and uh, it would always be uh, Josie Fultz uh, pub. And, uh, but but you'd, you'd have a few pints, but he had a, a great knowledge of, obviously, rugby league, but he loved his music, loved his folk music, and a big Bob Dylan fan uh, like like myself, and, uh, you know, we used to talk about Bob Dylan uh, regularly over over a pint, and, um, yeah, I, I was very saddened to hear the news, but he, he was one of the good guys and, and also a terrific journalist as well. He loved life, didn't he? He wouldn't want us to be uh, wallowing, I guess. He'd want us to be... Uh... Have some, have a drink in his honour, and uh, that's what everyone here is doing. But uh, he, lo- he, he was always such a positive, enthusiastic guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was. He was fantastic, and uh, a big honour for me. He, he actually uh, he wrote a book when uh, England uh, competed in the World Cup in 2008. Uh, he wrote a book about the his escapades and the and, and the cup itself, and he asked me to do the foreword, which I was uh, very honoured to do. And uh, yeah, so I, I did that for for, for, for Dave, and uh, yeah, every, everything about him was uh, he was just a just a top guy, and um, yeah, as I say, I, I knew he'd been poorly with the uh, with the Parkinson's, but like everything else, he just he used to take it in his stride, and he was just like, you know, I've got it, so what, and, and crack on. So uh, I was a little bit shocked because I didn't know he was particularly poorly, uh, and also uh, very very sudden. So uh, God bless you, Dave. We won't um, keep you too long, Moz, but um, for listeners who may not know what you're up to now, and you're about to go down to Oz for uh, a Roosters reunion as well, that, what, how would you sum up what you're up to? 
Um, <laughs> the Roosters reunion is going to be going to be epic. I think. Uh, I mean, we've got a WhatsApp group now, and uh, it's, as, it's as if we've you know still still played together last year. All the all the bantering and the, the piss taking is just still the same. It's great. So really looking forward to seeing the the boys. Some I've not seen for 20 years. Some I've seen him frequently over over them them 20 years, but. It was, uh, you know, when you do something like that, it's a special time and you've got that bond with that group of lads for, for the rest of your life then. So, looking forward to that. I'm, uh, I'm not involved at a club, uh, rugby league-wise. I'm uh, working in recruitment now. Still do bits of media stuff. Still love the game dearly, but uh, I'm enjoying my uh, weekends and my and holidays with the family. Now, there's a few issues. There's always issues in rugby league, and the one at the moment is, you know, there's a crackdown, basically, on, on late tackles, high contact... And it manifests itself in sin bins and longer suspensions. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, <laughs> I used to get suspended long enough <laughs> when, when, when I was playing uh, 20 years ago. So, uh, you know, I won't last two minutes in, in this uh, day and age. But, you know, I don't want to sound like an old dinosaur. But in my opinion, it's gone a bit, it's gone a bit too squeaky clean, really. It's gone a bit too sanitised. Uh, you throw a punch over here and you get banned, you know, it's a contact sport it's a collision sport there's always going to be confrontation uh, so I, I, I'm not I'm, I'm all for getting out the thuggery you know the uh, the bad bits of this world and you know the the, uh, the foul play uh, <laughs> the, el- the elbows and things like that but you know when it comes to you know having a having a bit of a to do with someone you know throw a few punches no one's really bothered uh, and you know the, the eye tackles uh, get rid of the bad ones but I think uh, people are getting banned for next to nothing nowadays, and, and uh, you know I'd like to see it change. But you know, it's I understand the health and safety aspect, but I do think it's gone a little bit too uh, clean. Yeah, yesterday we saw Mahe Fanua basically like he made contact, which was chest high, a split second after the ball left, and he got sent to the sin bin. How do you think that'll settle down? Will that settle down? Will they sort it out so that everyone's a bit happier, or what do you see this going on all year? I hope so. It's um, you know you've, you've got to see a sense really, and um, you know no, at no stage uh, of our sport would that have been a suspension apart from this year. So uh, I don't think I think they got that one wrong anyway. But I don't think uh, they can keep it going. Otherwise, there'll be a, a backlash from uh, players, coaches, and fans, uh, which there is a, a little bit at the moment anyway. So I think they need to. Um, go, go a little bit to, back to what it was but um, you know it's up to the powers that be but yeah I'm not a fan uh, yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it pans out Moz it's always good to see you um, good luck drinking through your jet lag in Sydney um, and uh, thanks for your time my pleasure see you pal